back to Kid Tested. Mother approved. I'm the Kid Ruben. I'm the Mom Dawnin. Hello, everybody. What? Why did you say it like that? Why not? I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Oh, I just wanted to say hello because I like to say hello. So last night, yes, I had a show. Yes, I don't want to hear about it. Oh, oh, thank you. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> if you're never no, uh, pick your poison comedy. It's a sh- it's a local show I run. Please, if you're local and you want, I've never seen it. It's different and it's weird. It's hard to explain, but it's very fun. I can explain it. Okay, you've never seen it, but explain it. Go. So five comedians come up. Mm -hmm. At the same time. (laughs) No, one at a time, and they have to pick a magic envelope. Mm -hmm. And inside the magic envelope, there are five topics. Yeah. And they have two minutes to talk about each of the five topics. No. (laughs) No? Five minutes total. Five minutes. six topics. Okay, so I was close. Um, I think I said two minutes. I didn't mean that. It's fine. Anyway, so then... They have to. They don't know, so they just have to do it. Yeah. Then the audience votes. Yes. And the person with the least amount of votes gets the least amount of time to do their own stuff. And then no. fourth, third, no, 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 second, no. and then first, whoever wins gets to do a big, big thing who of their wins, own comedy. Who wins headlines, and they right. do ten minutes. Okay. Everyone else does five minutes. Oh, okay. Um. So see, that was not that hard to explain. No. But so yesterday was our uh, round two of season two. Yes, and I was panicking. Yes, and be- a little bit grumpy. Let's I was a be little honest. bit grumpy at your mommy. At well, at everybody because oh, I apologize. The, no, because the tickets were at a single digit yes. of sales, and I was not thrilled because they need to be more than thirty. Because it's it's a small little brewery, which is fine. It feels full. It's I love it. I love that brewery. So I'm panicking and I'm freaking out because seven tickets. But then you and Whitney both te- text me like, we bought tickets. And I'm like, well, you're not on my, you're not on here. Like, you're not on here. Like, I, I believe you, but that means something's going wrong. Right. So I go to Facebook event and Facebook says you have 17 tickets sold. And I'm like, well, the app, the event bright says I have seven sold. So where are these extra 10 tickets? Right. So then... I'm doing clicking around, I'm clicking around, I'm kind of like, what's going on, what's going on? And a couple hours later, I find out that <laughs> I accidentally made two separate Eventbrites. One of them oh. has seven tickets sold. Right. The other has 22 tickets sold. And so I'm thinking, okay, 22, that's good because there's probably a crossover or something. No, so I had 29 tickets sold. Nice. And it just kept climbing and eventually we got to like I think it was about 50 people in that room. Nice. Um, yeah, it was super awesome. It was super fun. Bigger Poison is super fun. So all day mom's like, been like, tell me about it. Tell me about it. And I'm like, no, let's tell you on the show. But you didn't say that. You are just like, <laughs> That's what you did. What did I say? Said, I'm an old man. No, you said, shut up. That's yeah. That's what you said. In a text message, too. No, you just ignored it. How do we spell me? I don't know, message. but I always send you P B B B B B B B T when I'm gonna go. <laughs> yep, that's it. I would say it's P F F F T. I think you have to be careful. So I use why? P- I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess it would. Be. Well, we, well, no, hold on. I don't <laughs> what know. Does I just that don't want to spell bad words. <laughs> what <laughs> bad word do you think is P F F F F F T? I don't know, but we will be careful. What? I have literally no. I don't know. So okay. Anyway. If you've never listened to the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Proved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given us, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. That was really fast. What? That was really fast. You if you've never really listened really to fast. the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Proved is a weekly podcast. Okay, now you're just making faces while I do it. Yep. 
You, you, it wasn't too fast. It was too fast for you to make faces during. No, it really was too fast. Kid Tested Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given us and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. Yes, and what was our theme for this week? 70s horror. 70s horror. It was a pretty interesting week. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I've got a little bit of a something. So Next I week is going to be dope too. This I'm excited for this whole month because this is... Well, it's almost over. Yeah, we're going to do three episodes of it. Whoa. All right. Sorry? That's a lot of Are you scary. a Dracula? What was it? <laughs> I'm a Dracula. No, that was just Mom, do like, a Dracula voice right now. <laughs> that's it. Okay. No, that's just scary. No, well, hold on. What? I want you to imagine. Okay. It's like Transylvania. It's spooky. Okay. Ooh. And then like you go into a big castle. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. And then you just hear. <laughs> that's exactly. That would be my, my Dracula voice. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Dracula fell down the stairs and had a heart attack. <laughs> or or he turned into a goat. <laughs> yeah, he turned into a... I thought he was supposed to turn into a bat. And he's like, I tried my best. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. What? So um, that's funny. But yeah, that's... that's. I guess I don't have a very good Dracula voice. That's funny. Maybe. Okay, so do you, who? I, I would like you to go first. Yeah. Because it's... Yeah, I picked... Uh, okay. Listeners of the show know... What does mom like in a movie? No swearing, no boobies, no violence, nothing yucky. But hello, our theme was seventies horror. So okay, I, yeah, yeah, pretty oh, mild. Oh no, 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 no. Let's talk about that because yeah, right. You're you're right, mom. I our tried. theme was seventies horror. And did my movie have any bad words? No, did mine have bad words? Yeah, mom. I didn't think it had that. Well, it was kind of weird, but that was the calmest. Well, no, it wasn't. Never mind. I just picked it because I don't know. Mom made me watch Carrie. Yeah. The original Carrie, not Chloe. Carrie 2 or the other two remakes. The TV remake or the one with Chloe Grace Moretz, which to be honest, I kind of want to watch that 2013 one. Mm, I'm good. I was looking at the cast though, and I was like, what? Ansel Elgort plays the the not bad boyfriend. The one with the long hair, the blonde guy, uh-huh. Lance. What's his name? Is his name Lance? I don't know what his name was. But you know what I'm talking about. William Cat. Isn't yeah. that his name? Meow. No, from... from. <laughs> now, I called it something, and you said you, that's You said it was a... the greatest American superhero, and it's just the greatest American hero. Yes, and that was on when I was in high school. Do you? Is that a CBS show, do you it think? It was ABC. Oh, so that won't get a remake then, because CBS likes to remake all their old stuff. Yeah, I think it was ABC. Mm. So... Um, okay, let's let's start. Okay, you talk because so, I have a couple of pokeballs I have to yeah. talk about. But so not this yet. movie starts. Yeah. Uh, Go gentle because I didn't. I forgot about this part. Yeah, with nudie, 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 nudie. Um, you see all the little nudie butts and all the little nudie other parts, in like a girl's locker room, uh, which is not great to be an adult man who looks like me and to be sitting in our living room going, "Okay, I'm gonna watch this movie," and then this just happens, and I'm like sweating because i'm like please no one walk in the door right now that i have to explain what i'm watching and that you're making me watch this yeah and um yeah. so i was like oh cool okay now this is gonna sound really weird okay this movie is good but could also work as a horror comedy absolutely because if you just up to the jokes a little bit like yeah. it's a really interesting story Yes. It's really, in, I mean, it's Stephen King. Stephen King is the master. Yes. Stephen King rules. Stephen King is the best. Yes. There's a reason that, like, I do not know if we've had an October on the show that has been Stephen Kingless. 
I don't think so. And and one of my choices for next week is Stephen King. Yeah, that makes sense. Because um, I, I, but, it's but not super gross. He rules. Like story. he's very good at making an interesting, but also scary story. Yeah, and he and, really liked this movie. Yeah, and well, because this is what was like his big push, and this is what he felt like cemented him as an author. Right. But also like, this doesn't feel like it. This doesn't feel like Stand By Me. This doesn't feel like Shawshank Redemption or Green Mile or The Mist or anything else. All of his stuff feels so different. Wait a minute. This was before The Shining? This was his first one. Weird. Yeah. It's just, it's just like for me, like Kubrick is just like that, like Kubrick just existed in a time of his own because he was so... Kubrick? Stanley Kubrick who directed The Shining. Oh, okay. You, you, what I'm saying is, like, it, it's just weird for me to imagine that, yeah, he was around when, like, other dumb movies were being made as opposed right. to, like, just in his own, like, it's like uh, Hitchcock or Spielberg. It's like, oh, yeah, other things were going on. Right. He wasn't, yeah. Um, But so he also didn't launch King, which is insane to me. I would think that he, I would think that The Shining is what launched King. Oh, yeah, no. Not scary. this. Yeah, it was Which scary. is still good. But... You could redo this, and I'm not saying redo it or whatever, as like almost like a horror comedy with almost her inner monologue. Because this is going to sound so weird. Do you know what this reminded me of? What? Mean Girls. See, I don't think I've seen Mean Girls enough to, but yeah, absolutely. But, but that whole like high school girl who's a little weird and a little different, and some people are just trying to help her. Right. And, and and she just wants to be normal. And her mom doesn't let her be normal. Well, because her mom's a is insane. Her mom's insane. Everyone is insane. Like, this movie is a normal teen comedy amped up to 11 with all the comedy gone. Which, again, there's a little bit of comedy. It's fine. Right. But this movie is, is like, that's what's so interesting about the story. Is that this is that kind of, like, it reminds me of that... It's that movie in the 90s. I think it's Freddie Prince Jr. Where like, I bet you can't take, we'll take that girl on a date. And I think it's like Mandy Moore or something. And then she becomes attractive. No, it's, no. It's, Julia Stiles. No, she's a dark-headed girl. Rachel. Rachel. I can't think of You know who name. I'm talking about though? Well, yeah, because now she does Hallmark films. Yeah, of course she does. But uh, but it, it feels like that. Yes. You know what I mean? That kind of story. Yes. <laughs> and then it just gets amped up to 11. But it's so interesting to me. That okay, I I'll try and do the plot. Uh, I it's, I don't know. Well, just because if you've never seen this, I very much suggest seeing this movie. Again, Stephen King movies don't necessarily have a crazy plot twist usually, but there's a really cool ending. Like the when it all kind of culminates. Yes, is really cool to experience cool. it. Like even if you know, if even if you know it, because it's often parodied, it's often referenced. So even if you know it. And that to me is a sign of a good movie is that even if I know the big, the big scene, if I know it and the movie is still good, it is a good movie. I do not like Brian Singer who directed Usual Suspects. He is a creep. I do not like Kevin Spacey who's in Usual Suspects. He is a creep. But that movie, even if you know the twist, is still an enjoyable movie. I still movie. haven't seen it. It's very good. Uh, except those two attached being garbage people. Um... But so they, um, so Carrie is about a teenage girl who is weird and it's not her fault. Um, at first I'm thinking that she's not all there, but I think she's just like unsure how to be a person. Well, yeah, because her mom is a religious. Her, her mom is insane. Yeah. A little overly religious. There. And fake religious. Yeah. That's the best part. 
That's that's uh, that to me was also the most interesting part is that anytime her mom says a Bible verse, it's actually made up. Right. It's not real. Right. And I was like that. Okay. That kind of changes some things how you look at it, right? Because if it's if in universe she's actually like those Bible verses, quote unquote, exist in that universe, sure, fine, whatever. But also at the same time, what if she's using like a wackadoo Bible that like like none right. of that's real, like right. really in like the quote unquote Bible, but she's like claiming that it. Oh, ugh, I like that part too because she's she's so creepy. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the cast real quick? Yeah, John Travolta. Yeah. So you recognized him right away. Well, duh. Well, because he shows up and he's like, huh? Yeah. And he's got his big dumb hair and his big dumb face. Um, I liked his big dumb hair. I was uh, like I said, he was on my wall. Yeah. Um, Sissy Spacek is Carrie. Yes. Uh, I didn't know anyone else besides the Great American Hero guy. Um, let me see. So the oh, uh, Edie McClure. Oh yeah, playing a high school kid. I was like, right. Oh yeah, that was weird. Well, then, I was just like, oh, you age. Like and, I forget that she's not always been like a mom looking right. figure. And then Betty Buckley plays the teacher. Yeah. She was better known for um, Eight Is Enough, the television yeah. show Eight Is Enough, when, when she came in because the main actress died, actually. Uh, that sucks. Who was dating John Travolta at the time. Did they change it to Seven Is Enough? No, because they brought her in as the new mom. Oh. Yeah. So he Was he playing one of the kids? John Travolta? Yeah. No, John Travolta wasn't in it. John Travolta oh. was dating the woman that died. That was the mom. The actress. How'd yes. she die? I don't remember, but she was much older than John Travolta at the time. I want to hmm. say she was in her 40s, and he was in his 20s. Well, good for her. Yeah. Well, and, not but, the dying part, but. Right. Yeah. So anyway, and let me see. Is there anybody else that I wanted to? Um, the mom who is so weird, but what a great actress. Oh, yeah. Because I'm totally, you're totally creeped out by you the You know mom. who plays that role in the remake, and this is why I want to watch it? Huh. Julianne Moore. Oh, yeah. She I, would rock that. When that mom in this one was like doing her thing, I'm like, I kept thinking about this remake because I'm like, I kind of want, I'm just interested. Right. You know, I'm just interested. But at the same time, like, I was like, this is Susan Sarandon or Julianne Moore who plays this. Like, I'm like, it's that kind of mom. Right. Who plays this in the remake. Who's a, who's a good actress, but like so creepy. Right. Um, so, so, okay. And again, this is going to. From uh, an adult man, this opening scene, a little weird to watch. Yeah. But super interesting. When she starts having her period yes. and freaking out because yes. she doesn't know what's happening. Right. Because her mom has never taught her about herself. Yes. And like probably pulls her out of any science class. Like, like right. there's a lot that's just implied because we know her mom is insane. Right. And like very religious. And- and so there's a lot that's just implied. Like, yeah, she's probably pulled out of every science class. She doesn't know about her body and all that kind of stuff. And uh, then the girls are, like, yelling at her and harassing her and making fun of her and throwing things at her. And, like, she's she's genuinely afraid. Right. So interesting. Also, the opening scene where she totally whiffs on the volleyball, I laughed. And I should not have laughed that hard. Because it was just – it was – it wasn't unintentionally funny, but it was just like, oh, she. Tr- it's not like it hit her in the head or anything. She just right. whiffed. Um, and they're like, you're an idiot. So then all these girls are like throwing things, just just harming her. Not they're bullying her. Yeah, hard. Uh, so she freaks out. And then she goes home, and the teacher is like, you, we're gonna do whatever we can to help you. Teacher's a little weird too. Everyone's a little weird. Like the teacher's almost like caring too much, and it's like. 
maybe back up. Like, okay. like the, yeah. te- the te- I got like a kind of like a, I'm your new mom vibe from the teacher where it was like, look, I get that this girl's in trouble, but you're being a little too like, hey, is everything okay? Hey, are you good? Hey, are you okay? Hey, what's going on? It's like, maybe chill out. Right. Um, I really loved the turn. I believe the character's name was Sue. Yes. She was one of the characters that bullied uh, Carrie and then realized what she did was wrong. Yes. And told her boyfriend like, hey, I want you to take Carrie to prom. I won't be able to go because of this. But I think she was in on it. No, she wasn't. Because she was there. She Do you was realize the why she was there? No. To watch Carrie. Because she oh. wanted to make sure Carrie was having a good time. Because oh, when I you thought s- it was because she was participating in no, the stunt. No, because when when she was watching Carrie and so happy that Carrie won, and she notices the rope, oh. and then she sees John Travolta and what's her name under there, like, <laughs> and she tries to stop it because oh, the teacher right. thinks she's going to sabotage, and the teacher pushes her out, and then the blood falls, and then Carrie goes ballistic, which we'll talk about. Yes, but so you don't think that the boy that took her to prom knew about it either no yeah that's why he died well and he even said he mouthed what the yeah he was pissed yeah um also okay well so so carrie's i mean we'll get there but carrie is discovering that she might have mild telekinetic abilities yes she's going to the library she's looking it up Uh, really interesting like actually really okay i had no idea what happened in this movie oh good up until watching it but you know what I mean? Because you know the big, you know the pig blood scene. Right. That's all you know. And the movie was like half over and they're setting up the pig blood at the prom. And I'm like, what happens for the back half of this movie? I was thinking the same thing because I saw this a long time ago. And I was just like, what, what's the back half? Because this is the scene. Right. I thought this is how it ended. So did I. I thought she went nuts at the prom and then everybody died and then it just ended. That's what I like thought Like she too. just walked away. Um. Okay. So... Uh, also, uh, watching this and watching her do certain things, I'm like, oh, Stranger Things. Oh. I'm like, oh, that's where they got the whole. Because, okay, at one point, the bad girl who's nasty, I think her name is Chris, and her and John Travolta are like, <laughs> and they're driving away in their car, and Carrie's in the middle of the road, and she like does this turn, and the car like flips and explodes. And I was like, Stranger Things straight got that from Carrie. Oh, well, and I think some of the movie is total 1970s, yeah. like the face. But it's still good. It's still good. It's still good. Is it like, dated? Uh, I mean, like, yes, because you, it's clearly the 70s. Right. Like, it's not a timeless film because clearly it takes place in a high school. Clearly it does all this. But at the same time, it's still good. Like, it's still enjoyable. Right. Uh, I still like, 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 if you know that it's the 70s, you're fine. You know what I mean? It's not like, this isn't modern times. Like, it's not trying to be modern times. Right. It's not trying to be ageless either. No. It's clearly set in the 70s. So, this nasty girl, Chris, is, okay, and the whole pig blood thing. So gross. But I just I just kind of assumed they just were going to this pig farm and were just like, yeah, we just found some blood. Like, they just knew her. They didn't kill a pig to take the blood out of it, you psychos. I know. I, I don't know where I thought the blood came from, but I was like, ew. Yeah, they just, and they don't just like... Okay, they don't just like stab the pig and like put a little faucet, like or like. Well, you know what I mean. They don't just like. They don't just like. <laughs> Sorry. Pop like pop the little piggy and then get the little blood out and put it in a bucket or anything. They like clock it in the head with a with a big old pipe. I know. Was... And I'm like, these characters are insane. This is interesting. Yes. That's where it got legitimately interesting to me is because these characters were insane. 
Yes. Like all these characters, except for like Sue, Carrie, and the teacher. I okay. The blood falls on. Okay, so so, so the the bad girls collecting this blood because they're gonna dump. They're gonna fake the. They're gonna rig the election, and Carrie's gonna win, and they're gonna dump pig's blood on her. Okay, and what's his name? Lance is actually trying to like. There's a really cool scene where the teacher is grilling Sue and Lance. I think his name is Lance. She's grilling I Sue. That was Tommy. It's I, it's the blonde guy. William Cat. Yeah. She, the teacher is grilling them. She's like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And Sue was like, because we legit feel bad. And the teacher was like, I don't believe you. And Sue was like, I, I don't know what to tell you then. Because we legitimately. And Tommy's like, or whatever his name is, blonde guy's like, eh. But then it, you can tell at the end he really is like, look. If you're having a good time, then I'm having a good time because I, you know, you he he knows that he bullied her too, right? And she didn't kill him. No, that's why that's why I don't think he was in on it. Got because it. if he was in on it, King would have written that she killed him, right? So, uh, so then uh, they get to prom and Christine's having a no. Whoop, that's the car. Carrie's having a good time. And everyone's starting to kind of talk to Carrie. But the people that are talking to her aren't, aren't being fake mean to her. Because there's only two people that know – aren't being fake nice to her. I mean there's only two people that know okay. about what's about to happen. And it's the blonde – well, it's three. The blonde girl, John Travolta, and the girl with the hat. Right. Um, I don't even think that what's – that uh, like – Her boyfriend? I think he knew too. The boy? The girl with the hat. Oh, I don't even remember her having a boyfriend. Like, I don't yeah, even remember. Guy, when, yeah, because yeah. they were, like, laughing and stuff. Yeah, I didn't care. Um, okay, so here's the thing. And this is what was very confusing to me. So Carrie gets to the prom. She's having a good time. She wins the prom queen. Yay, they dumped the blood on her. Uh-oh. She looks at the crowd, and she's hearing everybody say things to her. And she's definitely taking some of it out of context. Yes, because all she's really hearing is everybody laughing at her. Negatively. Yeah, which... Was that really happening? I don't. I don't think so. I think it just kind of shocked her because the teacher laughed at her. Did yeah. you notice that? Yeah. And, and then I'm... she killed the teacher, and I was like, "Teacher didn't do anything wrong, right?" To my knowledge, no, I don't think so. I think she just like you know what I mean, like. Much, yeah. But that was almost the one person I was like, "Well, why did you kill her?" Like I was kind of like, she didn't need like you know what I mean. I was like, I'm, "I want to be on your side." But you just killed the character that's doing nothing but helping you? Right. I think at that point she just was gone. Yeah. She just oh, was. Oh, just dope. Yeah. Um, so Carrie goes ballistic. She's standing on stage covered in blood and using her mind powers, closing doors, blowing things up, uh, lighting people on fire, chopping people in half. Not, I mean, not like very gruesomely or anything. But No, like, it wasn't that bad. No. Uh, Tommy, or blonde guy, died because the, bo- the, the bucket fell on his head and instantly killed him. Which is so funny. I mean, that's. Buggers yeah. are heavy. Yeah. <laughs> That's not surprising. Um, right. But so, boom, he died. Uh, and then she, and, but Sue has been locked out. Yes. By Carrie. Well, no, by the teacher. Yes. And Carrie locks the door. And then, like, some other kids are trying to open the door and starting to push, and Carrie, like, recloses it. Okay, that, that scene is pretty dope. It's good. <laughs> and she's just standing there covered in the blood, like, and her eyes are all big. Her eyes are totally bugged out. Yeah. She's just, like, like, and, like, twitching and, like, in every direction she twitches, something happens. She, like, yeah, she, like, pins a teacher against... And she, like, kills the teacher pretty hard. And I was like, I don't... And she, like, electrocutes the principal. And she does, like, all these things. And all those kids are dead. Well, yeah, because, again, in her mind, they were all laughing at her. Yeah. And that's which, what she said. Which, okay. <laughs> Maybe times were different in the 70s. But if I... In 2008, when I was at high school prom, if some kind of weirdo won... 
and then they dumped pig's blood on her, everyone would be like, whoa, what? Right. Like, why would you do it? That's actual blood. Like, what is wrong with you? Right. And then, like, like no one would be like, ha I'd be like, whoa, you took that way too far. Like, maybe that person's a little weird. But, like, what's wrong with you? You're an actual sociopath. Also, uh, this is a little weird. But they got the blood out of that pig by bashing its head in, right? Right. Okay. So, so like like I said, if you make a little pig faucet on its little side or its little tummy or whatever, it's probably pretty clean. Right. What I mean is there's not anything, bits. any bits in it. They smash that pig's head open. Right. How do you get so much clean blood out of that? There's no, like, bits. You think they, like, were like, oh, we got to sift the bits out. Okay. It was a movie. No, I so get that. Really, no pigs were harmed in the making of this movie. Right, right. But why? I guess because it really does show that they're sociopaths. Because why wouldn't they just slit the throat? Like, right. Like when they cook a pig? Right. Um. Yeah, I guess that's probably just to show that they're insane. But, uh, so Carrie goes ballistic. Blah, 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 blah. She kills everybody. But John Travolta and the bad girl get away. And like I said, <coughs> they're driving down the street like, <laughs> and then Carrie's like, Giving it the eyeballs. Yeah, and then their car flips over and explodes. And I was like, <laughs> nice. Um, so then uh, Carrie goes home just soaked in blood, right? Right. And her mom's like, Ooh. her mom's like being weird. Yeah, and she's like, mom just told me it just happened exactly how you said and everything. And then. And, and they're, okay, okay. Now people are like that. That scene with the blood is scary. Nope, 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 nope. When her mom stabs her in the back. Yes. No pun intended. Right, Which really is, happened. Yeah, but also she betrays her trust yes. by stabbing her in the back. Yes. Her mom stabs her in the back and Carrie's like, ooh, 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 and like crawling away on the floor. And her mom is walking towards her with a knife, making this almost Norman Bates-esque creepy smile. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Just like, yeah. I'm like, mm, I don't like this. Uh-huh. This is the worst part of this film. Yes. And then Carrie's freaking out. <coughs> and she's like, ooh, 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 and then she like, ooh, does the eyeballs. Does the eyeballs. And then like a knife hits her mom in the hands because her mom does like a almost like a Jesus pose for some reason. Yes. Now, oh, no. She's going to uh, she's going to stab her. So the hands up and then whew, a knife into the hand. She's like, ah! and then she's freaking out. Boom. Knife into the other hand. Oh, yeah. But don't forget the vegetable peeler. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> a vegetable peeler as well as a spatula. Yeah. Where I was like, the knife things would hurt. But spatulas are dull. Yeah, I don't think it would hurt you. But also, I'd be very interested to see someone take like a flat spatula like that and almost axe throw it. It might. Like just to see if you could do But not sharpen it if you need to. But almost just like could you take an object like that. Almost like a Mythbusters thing. Like throw it into a pig or something. Well, just because I mean like if you right. did in like a... a piece of wood obviously it's gonna have a different density than a human body right um yeah the vegetable peeler i was like what i know that i'm like that's not gonna hurt and then well i mean it could i guess and then the the whole house started collapsing carrie was in it everyone was in it there were the mom and carrie were in it and then sue like goes up to like the house and she's like oh. and then carrie's bloody arm jumps out and grabs her and sue's like oh, oh, oh. and then she wakes up and she's at home Yes. Yeah. And so I have some Pokeballs. Pokeballs, go. The lady that plays Sue's mom yeah. was her real mom. Oh, cool. And then at the end, the 
when the arm comes up at the end of the movie, it's Carrie's arm. Yeah. It really is Sissy SpaceX arm. Um, they wanted to use, the director wanted to use like just a stunt double. Yeah. And Sissy SpaceX said, no, they're going to know, the people Nobody's watching gonna, it. Nobody's going to know. Are, are going to know that's not my arm. As long as it was a female stunt double, nobody would know. I don't know. It just made it, it I thought it, and so they buried her. But then, here's the kicker is I just assumed it wasn't her arm. Oh, it was though. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. It's just like, yeah. no, it's probably not her. Yeah, she definitely wanted to make it real. So she's like, are you guys ready? Almost. And, and they left. buried in went the dark. <laughs> they went to lunch. No. Yeah, they were like, yeah, we'll so, be back. Yeah, so. We're film a different movie. 1970s. It's pretty dope. Pretty good. Pretty good story. All right. Uh, I very much enjoy, like, I very much enjoy, okay. So here's my question. Okay. And anytime we watch anything Stephen King, I always do this. Okay. What, do, you, do you know the connections to the other Stephen King universe that are in I Carrie? I have no idea. Do you want to know what they are? Yes. Very minimal. Okay. Like, very. Well, because this was the first one. But the books, this wasn't his first book, I think. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know if it was his first book. This is, anyway. Uh, but you, you could reference, you know what I mean? There are a few. Okay. There's two. Okay. That's a couple. The Black Prom is what they called it, the event. Like in universe, it's called the Black Prom, which you killed everybody, is referenced in some other book. Okay. And her gravestone is listed in it when they're talking about gravestones. They're like going, like, or they're in a cemetery and going, well, here's her, here's this, here's that, here's Carrie White, here's this, or is her name Carrie White? Carrie White. Here's this, here's that. Like, it's just, it's very minimal. Mm. Um, but I was kind of shocked because I was like kind of expecting there to be a lot more, right? Especially because it ends pretty ominously, right? You're like, I think she's dead. Well, and I saw that's like there's a Carrie too. I just don't know what it it's is. It's not about Carrie. I googled it. Oh, okay. The, uh, Sue becomes a guidance counselor. Okay. And a girl is having similar issues to Carrie and be, has telekinetic abilities similar to Carrie. Oh, okay. But it's not. Carrie. <laughs> it's just so Amy R. Irving. Yeah, but Carrie, like, she's the only returning cast member. Oh, okay. And that's 20 years later. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, all right. It's pretty good. Do you want to rate it? Yeah, it's a buy it. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, most Stephen King's are buy it. Like, oh, okay. you, like, you know what I Like, it's very, I don't know. I'm sure that there is a bunch out there, but I really feel like it is difficult to adapt Stephen King poorly. Sure, the dude has written some bad stories, whatever, but most of the major ones that are films are pretty good absolutely speaking of stephen king yes. i started reading that new book the outsider yes it's really good good and then i looked it up and i'm like is this ever going to come out on movies or whatever hbo's doing it but then it looked like it was just in like a yeah it's eventually coming we'll see whatever 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 and then i was on instagram and i got an advertisement that was the trailer for it and i got so pumped because i was like yes 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 it comes out in january so i'm gonna try and finish the book before the show because i just want to know Absolutely. Like, like the, the trailer is giving me a little bit more than I already know in the book, but nothing like spoiled. Right. It's just like, oh, I, oh, I'm going to find out a little bit more about this whole situation. Like, it's going to get, this web is going to get more tangled. Interesting. Uh, but I think it's like a miniseries too. I don't, like, it's not going to be like. A two hour movie. Oh, what I mean is it's not going to be like, okay, we're on season seven. Right. Like, it, it's a contained story. Uh, but it looks really good. Excellent. Also, Castle Rock. You need. We need to watch Castle Rock on Hulu. It's a show set in the Stephen King universe, which a, with a. I mean, just bunch of references to everything. Like, like this guy is found in the bottom of Shawshank Prison, but 
but the guy is actually Bill Skarsgård, the actor who plays Pennywise in the new ones. Oh. But he's not playing Pennywise in this one. But there's just all these references, like Mike Hanlon is referenced, but then like all these different things are referenced. And the main character of season two is Annie Wilkes, the the Paul Misery. Stanley's biggest fan from Misery. Yeah. And it's, I believe it's Lizzie Kaplan. Ooh, very good. She looks like she looks like a young like they've set her up to look like a young Kathy Bates. Ooh, like she totally has kind of the hair like, she, and she's not crazy yet, I think. But you're like, oh, you're gonna get nuts, right? Ooh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. So okay, should we talk about my movie? Yeah, what was your movie? You had me watch Young Frankenstein. So good, starring Gene Wilder, the man, and Terry Garr. Yeah. Madeline Kahn. Yeah. The eye guy. I was going to say the eye guy, but I forgot his Marty. name. Marty. Marty Feldman. Marty Feldman. Yeah. Did I forget anybody? The guy who plays Frankenstein. Peter Boyle. Peter Boyle. Doyle. The guy who plays what? The monster. Thank you. The monster. Because who's Frankenstein? Sorry, Gene. I'm getting to it. No, but I mean like just- Yeah, yeah, I said it wrong. Oh, he's a Frankenstein. He's not a Frankenstein. He's Frankenstein's monster. There you go. Which also doesn't make any sense though, because when, when the lady who- Dr. Frankenstein makes for Frankenstein, or Fra- for makes for the monster. Okay. Yes. What is she called? I don't know. The Bride of Frankenstein. Right. So that makes no sense. Because right, that that's means, not what it is he's, in the movie. Because, well, the monster's not Frankenstein. So the Bride of Frankenstein would be his wife. Right. But that's not his wife. It's the monster's wife. Right. But that's not how this movie is. So it should be the Bride of Frankenstein's monster. Okay. But that's not how this movie is. No, it's not. It's actually very funny how they do that. That would be weird. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, let me just preface this to say, I did not like it as much as you did. Wrong. I found it a little dull. Wrong. So it starts out where somebody's opening the von Frankenstein's crypt <laughs> or the casket. Yeah. And there's a skeleton and it's all gross. And they're grabbing the box. And it's very much covered in clay, but it's supposed to look rotting, but it's like totally yeah. clay. Well, and let me just say, it prefaced it. It's all black and white. It's got that 40s to 50s old science fiction look. Yeah. So they've done that on purpose. Because Mel Brooks is very good at copying looks. Mel, right, I think absolutely. I think Mel Brooks, like, whether, you know, obviously he does comedies and stuff, but he's very good at capturing a style. Absolutely. Like, and poking fun at it. Right, but not in... I think that's it's kind of done in a smart way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not necessarily. Well, a little bit of. But not in like a scary movie way. No. Remember it's... scary movies? Like, <laughs> remember this very famous scene? What if a fart was in it? Where this is like, this is like it has the feel of those things. Right. But it's not a. Du- I mean, there's there's nods and there's parodies, but there's not direct scene parodies. Which no things like Spaceballs does have that, but they do it well as opposed to you know. Uh, like yeah the scream guy having a big tongue out like stupid right exactly so then they pull the box out of the the skeleton but it gives it pulls it back and so finally he like such pulls a, it such a dumb visual gag but, but a great vi- yeah it's such it, a it great totally visual gag in. so then the next scene you see gene wilder mm-hmm. and he's like a, a teacher and he's talking medically blah 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 and then they're like, do you have any questions? And one student goes, Dr. Frankenstein? And he goes, it's Frankenstein. And the student goes, well, are, it wasn't your grandfather, Frankenstein, who, you know, did dead people, put him, tried to reanimate them. And he's like, oh, I'm not that. But then he ends up just getting really mad and like screaming at them, <laughs> you know, because he's stupid. 
So uh, I believe he said my grandfather's work was doo doo, and I lost it. Yeah. So it, yeah, that's exactly what he said. Because so, then he stabbed himself in the leg. Oh yeah, because he goes doo doo, and then he had something that in his he had hand. like a scalpel in his hand, and, he, and then he was like, "Okay, class dismissed." Trying not to be like, ah. yeah, but, is it class dismissed? Yes, and then. So then the guy comes with the box, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what's in the box, or why he brings them the box, but it's the will. Oh yeah, and he wants him to go back to where Transylvania mm-hmm. or wherever he lives. Yeah, and so okay, he's gonna go because I think he figured out that his grandfather pretty much knew what he was doing or something. So uh, he, sort of, he like didn't really like his grandpa up until finding the library. Okay, but I, I don't remember why he went. You just. For plot relevance. <laughs> okay. So then he gets there and he meets Igor. <laughs> Which is a, a much better scene than at first I realized. Because at first I thought he was making fun of uh, Gene Wilder's character, Frankenstein. But he wasn't. I think the he whole, was at first. But the, Well, the whole joke is where he's like, are you Frankenstein? And he's like, no, it's Frankenstein. And he goes, so it's Froderick Frankenstein? He goes, no, it's Frederick Frankenstein. He goes, what's your name? Igor, don't you mean Igor? No, it's Igor. And I thought he was joking on him. But the whole movie, he just goes as Igor. Right. And I was like, and like other characters called him Igor. And I was like, oh no, the joke is that they're both the grandson trying to be different than their grandfather. Yes. Yeah. And he has a hump and it moves throughout the movie. <laughs> and Marty Feldman like w- like totally breaks the fourth wall by looking at the camera and is like, Meh. Yeah, a couple of times. Both he and Gene Wilder look at the camera. That's so funny. It's funny. And then then they get him an assistant, which is Terry Gar, in Mm -hmm. kind of this voluptuous kind of... I don't remember her name. But, huh? I don't remember her name. Terry Gar is her name. No, no, the character. Yeah, I don't know either. But I forgot, we forgot to say that Gene Wilder leaves a fiance behind. Which is, again, a very funny scene. Madeline Kahn. Yeah. So, yeah, he goes to kiss her. Not the lips, not the hair, not the nails. But right before all of this, they're like holding each other. Yes. And then she's like, don't hold me. My clothes will wrinkle. Don't do this. Don't. And it's like what they were just, I think, doing this very out of era elbow bump. Yes. Like it was super weird because I was like, I get that this was the 70s, but that elbow bump feels like 10 years early. Right. It was. Yeah. So, so then Igor gets him an assistant and it's Terry Gar. And she's just basically the eye candy of the film, I think. Mm -hmm. And it was so funny. She said in an accent, do you want to take a roll in the hay? Yeah. And then she's like, roll in the hay, roll in the hay. And she's literally just rolling Rolling in in hay. hay. That's all she's doing. And then before that, this was a funny part to me. Igor says, walk this way. And he bends over with the cane and he's like doing that. And then he goes down the stairs. He stops. He turns around. He hands the cane to Gene Wilder. <laughs> He's like, walk this way. Yeah, and so he has to do that, which a lot of movies have done the walk yes. this way, but it was so funny. Now, I have a Pokeball for you. Okay. You know what that inspired? Not a joke. Okay. What's the line you just said? Walk this way? Mm-hmm. From Aerosmith? Yeah. No way. That line. Like, I guess Steven Tyler was like, I like that. She told me to walk this way. Oh, that's funny. I did not know that. Yeah. So, um... Let's see. So then they go back. To, they get to the house, and this is his assistant. And I think then we meet Frau Blucher. Wee! Oh yeah, we played by Cloris Cloris Leachman. We forgot her. So she's kind of the is she like the maid of the house or the housekeeper person? I don't know who person? she is. But yeah, every time they say her name, whether it be inside the house or outside the house, or it doesn't under, matter where they are. It doesn't matter. 
the horse is winning. And it's mm-hmm. really funny. They do it about six times, but it's still fun. I mean, I and, laughed every time. Because at first just... they they all kind of notice it, and then they all go inside. And then like everyone's inside, but the camera's still outside. Like Marty Feldman pops outside the door again. And he's like, "Blew her!" And then the horses freak out. And right, like, and eh. even in the house too, yeah. they do it too. And they look at the camera, and um, we find out that this that Cloris Leachman's character was in love with the. Uh, Frankenstein, basically yeah. the grandfather. But which also, is, they say the funniest thing: he was my boyfriend. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, I guess that's a word to use. It just, it was just so funny to me. The word choice on that was just because it's so almost. This, this is a really strange way to put this. It's almost an immature word, right? And it, and yeah, I like, like it. She didn't say lover. She didn't say this. Uh, he was my boyfriend, <laughs> and it was funny. Like, in it, because there's this big buildup of what's she gonna say, and and Gene Wilder's like, no, 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 and then she says it, and it's just like, that's not what I was expecting at all. I mean, it right. is, but that's not right. And then so they try. She gets them down, and they figure out that there's a basement, and then I don't know how it is that they decide to get this monster they dig him up they see him being hung oh that's right and they're like we'll take and then igor was supposed to get a certain doctor's brain in this (laughs) brain depository okay this was funny it says if clothes drop brain here it was like a big hole yeah but something happens i can't remember what happens he uh, he sees himself in the mirror as the lightning strikes and he drops it oh yeah it gets shattered and it shatters and the brain like blobs into pieces so then he gets this one that says like, abnormal. Don't use this one; it's abnormal. So he grabs that one, and then they so they do which the- a great visual gag is. It's not highlighted on the camera. It's not like it's not you know like pointed out, but you can see it next to it. This abnormal do not use brain is right between this like special scientist and the one next to that is like this amazing. It says like perfect missionary like so all he had to do is grab one brain over but it's just a perfect subtle little mel brooks visual gag yeah that it's not highlighted it's not like he looked at that one and went to the other one it's just a very subtle very good visual gag of like the one bad one he grabbed and what makes it so great is because if it was in color they could have done something to to make it stand out but because of the black and white it Mm -hmm. just kind of all fades yeah. In the background, it takes you a few minutes to kind of, oh, you're reading. I know I was reading the little cards there. So then they go and they're going to put this brain in this person. And they it was very visual, even though it's black and white, with the lightning and the Yeah, everything. super visual. And so he comes, oh, he does the whole, he's alive. It's alive. It's alive, whatever. And it was. It was so funny because then he realizes that's the wrong brain because he says, Igor. Oh, the, the he's choking him. The monster's choking him. And then they do uh, the charades. Oh, right. With sedative. Oh, yeah. Use the sedative. Yes. And he's, he's being choked by the monster. The monster's like, Ugh. and Gene Wilder is doing the three syllables. Sounds like so funny. Right. And oh, my gosh. Oh, and then they said a said a gift. Yeah, that's what they come up with, and like after the monster's been like conked out, he just, Gene Wilder's just like panting, and he just looks at Igor and he's like, "Said a give." Right. <laughs> it's so funny. And then after all this, and there's a monster. Then the fiance comes, 
Mm-hmm. But Terry Gar and Gene Wilder are kind of mm-hmm, maybe. We totally missed the German bad guy who like. Who, oh yes, who played by the, an American actor who does this yeah. amazing physical comedy. Oh my gosh, he has like a wooden arm, and it's insane. Like like his physical comedy on it is insane. Yes. Like he's like pushing it and moving it, but it like looks and so, it makes noise. Yeah, it was the sound effects or whatever, like Foley, but like. It is incredible how much that like he's moving it and using it and it looks fake. And I didn't know his name, but I'd seen him in a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's one of those guys. <coughs> Sorry. So because the whole town's like a Frankenstein's back, they're all evil. Get him. Right, and and he was kind of the head of that. Yeah. Where some were like, well, no, he hasn't done anything wrong, and then like too bad because he did. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna get the monster, and then the monster runs away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the little. So well because in Frank in Frankenstein yeah he kills the little girl he throws a little girl in the river yeah right because they're throwing things he meets this little girl and then but I think in the movie I mean in the book isn't she blind or something I don't know I don't know but anyway in this movie she's like let's throw this let's throw this and then it's like what else can we throw and in the movie does he throw her or something no, where she you think he's gonna throw her and he doesn't right but how does she because she's on remember. the the seesaw. And she's oh, telling them yeah, to sit, yeah, yeah. sit. And the parents are freaking out. Because they, they realize just, she's gone. They just knocked, uh, or they just, you know, boarded up all the doors and windows because they hear about this monster's out there and they want to protect her. And they go, I thought you had her. I thought you had her. I thought you had her. And then Frankenstein's monster sits on the seesaw. She just goes, whoop, into she, the air. Yep, she flies through the air, through the window, and plop into bed. And she's asleep. Yeah. I think she's probably unconscious, but that's okay. Yeah. So. And the parents are like, oh. <laughs> She, I mean, literally, whoop, and the blankets went over and everything yeah, was perfect. Yeah, she, like, slides under the blankets. Yeah, it was good. And then some more stuff happens. Yeah. And then it ends. What? No, I was going to say, and then it ends. And it ends up, because there's some naughty parts. Not bad naughty parts, but naughty not parts. Not like my movie. Well, no, not like your movie. But um, Frankenstein ends up getting with the fiancé. Mm-hmm. And Gene Wilder ends up marrying Terry Gar. But... There's the whole kick of uh, the he brings the monster to the science to the science thing to be like, look, I did it. Look, yes, I did it. Look at he is a good person. He can dance. He can sing. Well, it, was, it's like, look, he could do things. He has balance. And then they just start singing, putting on the ritz. Which was funny because, you know, Gene Wilder can sing. He's we talented. All know He's that. a talented man. And then the monster is like, la, yeah. La. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's da, 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 da. We go. <laughs> so stupid. I know, but that was really, you didn't blow it out too much. No, bad. you're good. So, um, but it was really funny. That part was pretty funny. Yeah. So, um, so this, this. Peter uh, Boyle's shoes, though. Were, were really tall. Yeah, because they had to make him look huge. I uh, yeah. like kiss go-go boots. Or something. Yeah, I was like, how tall is Peter Boyle? Cause probably he seems, not, he's probably a big dude, but not that big. Well, and even the way he walked, I think it was just because his shoes were so big. Yeah. You know, that he it was so high and it seemed like they were way too big for his feet. Mm-hmm. So that gave him that clunkiness. So, all right. I liked it. Yeah. I did not like it as much as you. Right. I did not like it as much as... One of my very good friends, she loves this movie. Eileen loves this movie. Eileen loves this movie. I liked it. I would say rent it. I genuinely believe Mel Brooks is a genius. Oh, like, yeah. Like, but... like, I don't know how well a Mel Brooks film would do now because what would he parody? Right. I'd be interested to see what he would parody. 
but also like Mel Brooks is a genius. Like look at all the genres he was able to tackle and just be like, "Hey idiots." And do a and not just like, "Oh, now he's doing a cowboy movie, I guess." Like each one had a very specific thing they harped on. Right. And that's what made it good. Absolutely. Because Young Frankenstein isn't just what if Frankenstein didn't want to be Frankenstein or something. It's also about coming to terms with your family. Right. And like, who you are. And coming to terms with who you are. There's an actual story instead of just, oh, what if Frankenstein had fart? Like, you know, like like those other like scary movies. Like, it, Mel Brooks has a story yes. as opposed to just like making a dumb joke. Just a bunch of one-liners. Yeah. Which he does have a bunch of one-liners, but there's, a, there's something that ties them all together. Yes. As opposed to just, let's see how many dumb jokes we can make in an hour and a half making fun of 300. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I would say rent it. If you've never seen it, rent it. I would not buy it because I probably will never see it again. I I assume, I'm sure there's already one out there, but I'm assuming when he passes, there will be a giant Mel Brooks collection. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I will get that. Because yeah. that guy, yeah, he's a genius. It's also very sad that he has seen all of his stars pass before he did. Oh yeah, but yeah, I mean, you think because he's still well, Terry out there. Gar's still alive. Yeah, that's fair. But like most of the other Gene ones Wilder, are. John Candy, like there's a couple people. Joan Rivers, uh, she was in Spaceballs. Oh, that's right. John Candy was in one of his movies. Yeah. What, what was he in? Spaceballs. Oh, that's right. He's he the, played the Chewbacca guy. He's the Chewbacca. Yes. Uh, Dom DeLuise, who was a good friend of right. him. You know what I mean? Like, which also. The fact that Mel Brooks, Dom DeLuise, Gene Wilder, they were all like friends is insane to me. Because those three were a powerhouse. Like like Gene Wilder was – Gene Wilder and – well, those three bums me out that they passed away before this podcast really existed because I would have killed – I would have done anything. To, to interview Gene Wilder on the show or Dom DeLuise. Oh, yeah. Like, like, could you, like, to just interview Dom DeLuise and be like, you're a perfect, amazing man. Everything you do is gold. Uh, because I, I genuinely believe that, like, if Dom DeLuise was still alive, he would have played Bing Bong in, uh, yes. Because that's a Dom DeLuise character. Like, but to see a lot of these people too, and those, like, oh, yeah, every, this actor who I like is just trying to be you. Right. Like they're just they're just doing it because as we were watching Young Frankenstein, this is going to sound weird. There's a couple parts where I was like this is Robert Downey Jr. Like oh, Robert Downey Jr. kind of yeah. does that smirk or has that like leading way, but it's still kind of a ding dong in some movies where he's leading but he's still kind of goofy. Yes. And like I was even telling Taylor my friend, I was like this isn't real. But I but I want to hear your reaction as I say two things out loud. Okay. He was like, "Okay." I said, they're remaking Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And he said, bad. And I said, it stars Robert Downey Jr. as Willy Wonka. And he said, I'm in. Right. But Be that's not true. No, it's not true. It's totally made up. No, because I'm going to switch to Robert Downey Jr. is making a new movie. Doolittle. Doolittle. Now, I think that looks, can I just say that? Yeah. That's, we're way ahead. It's not going to be good. I want it to be good. But Why do you think it's not There's be been good? a lot of behind the scenes. Not with anybody, none of the actors or cast or anything. But like the director sucks. Like... <gasps> As a person, like he like yelled at the visual team and he's like been fired, but he's like been unfired, but he's mm -hmm. still fired. And like, and it's I coming guess, out in January, which is not good. That's not, I that guess, great. when they were filming, they didn't know where some of the animals were going to be. 
So they're like, well, the director's like, we'll just put them in. You just do the scene, Robert Downey Jr., and then we'll just put the animals in. It's like, that's not how that works because I don't know where I'm looking. The director's like, well, we, we can, wherever you look is where we'll put the animals. It's like, but that doesn't. Right. That, that makes it hard. That doesn't feel authentic either. Like if you're just staring around, you've got animals jumping around the room. Uh, so we'll see. Also, it's like his only other, like he's been in like since 2011, I think, or something. He's only been in two non-Marvel movies. Yeah. Which ones? Uh, it was Sherlock Holmes. No, the last Sherlock Holmes came out like before 2011. Oh, okay. It was like Chef and what and the Judge. Oh, okay. Like it was like two random movies, like the only ones he's done that haven't been like oh i saw the judge i liked it yeah you did like it. i remember that we talked about that yes that's a good one all right so okay so that i it was good rent it yeah. enjoy it for the the tis the season what? of halloween 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 okay so i do our shtick yeah do our shtick do we have any emails you better check uh we phones don't over here yeah probably not oh, all right well there might be there's not all if there right. is we'll read them next week all right. Well, don't guilt people. Well, you keep saying it. I keep trying. It's not working. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. We have a Facebook. Kid Tested Mother Approved on Facebook. We have a Twitter. KTMA Show at Twitter. We have a Discord. I've been talking on it. Come talk to me. Is that guilting, <laughs> is that guilting or rude? No. I mean, it's just, you're it's, just like, hey, come talk. Let's talk about stuff. Let's talk about movies. Let's talk about shows. I like it. Yeah. Um, we have, if you want to sponsor our baby little podcast, we have Patreon. Patreon.com slash KTMA show. If you want some really cool, because tis the season, Christmas is coming, you might want some great KTMA merchandise to give to your gifts. Give, give to your gifts. Yeah? Give to your loved ones as gifts is what I meant to say. I want you to imagine. Okay. It's cool. Why are you closing your eyes? Because I'm imagining. You fell asleep. Um, <laughs> I did it. Okay, you're 14 years old. Okay. okay, it's Christmas. Yes, you want the new Xbox or whatever, whatever. Okay. And I you get a KTMA you shirt. Get a KTMA shirt or a mug. Yeah, and your mom's like, "Do you like it?" And I'm like, "Not really." No, I I would like something. You can get me something, and I'll wear it proudly at school. All right. Let's see. Okay, did I skip anything? I feel mm, like I might have Discord. Discord in the notes. Facebook. Twitter. Instagram, we don't have Instagram. Twitter. KTMA show. Twitter. Email. Kitima show at gmail.com. Yeah, I think we're good. All right. So, what you been watching? I have three things. Wow. Did we talk about them already? No. Okay. And I've made sure not to talk about them. Okay. First thing the Breaking Bad finale, I guess you could call it, the movie, which capped off the end of Breaking Bad, El Camino. So, is that at the theaters? No, uh, it's some theaters, but it's on Netflix. Oh, Netflix is where you saw it. Yeah, okay. it's on Netflix. It's, and it's like, it wasn't like it started in theaters and moved to Netflix. It's like a Netflix original. Okay. Uh, it's very good. Okay. It is about the end of Breaking Bad. So if you've never seen Breaking Bad, maybe don't watch it because you won't get it. Uh, long story short, Breaking Bad is a, about a teacher who gets cancer and they start selling meth and his life spirals uh, and he she... becomes a drug kingpin. Oh, uh, uh, I know you've always wanted me to watch it, but I th- haven't. It, Dad started watching it. It's really good. Um, and then, you know, just crazy things happen. Uh, like his sidekick little guy, his name is Jesse Pinkman. He kind of gets kidnapped by Nazis. But like neo-Nazis. So it's, it's like, it's not like weird, like, wait, I thought this was modern and he's in the 40s. No, it's modern Nazis, white supremacists. And he gets kept in a cage. 
So oh, yeah, I can't watch that. He gets you know, he gets out. He was in a, he's an adult and he's clever. It's yeah, not but like still. A, yeah. So he gets out. Um, and this movie is about him trying to escape, oh, getting okay. out, trying to escape. What happens next? It's really good. Okay. Not a whole lot of cameos from. Uh, there's some cameos. Nobody. I would say there's maybe one ma- other, maybe two other major characters that cameo. Okay. A lot of it's like, oh, I remember that guy. Uh, Robert Forster, who just passed away, was just in it. Um, okay. Uh, he's very good in that movie. Oh man. Uh, so it's a really good movie, a really good cap to the series. Uh, we don't need another Breaking Bad. We don't need this to be a new series. It's fine on its own. It's ended. Yeah. It's a very. People were worried when they were like, "How are you going to do a Breaking Bad movie?" Pretty well, <laughs> pretty good. It's a pretty. The show can exist without the movie, but it doesn't need to. It's a really good cap to it, and it's like, it just kind of like because the show really follows Walter, which is the teacher, okay. and every so often follows Jesse, where the movie is solely Jesse. Okay, it's pretty good. Is is Brian, the main is Walter in it at all? Um, I'm not gonna say yes or no because okay, gives it away. Well. The show ends with not a great ending for Walter. Okay. I don't want to. I mean, it's been no, no, it's no, been a fine. while. It doesn't matter. It's cause... been a while since Breaking Bad finished. A lot of people know what happens, but even like people are like, "Oh, does this mean the ending might be different?" Nope. The ending is not different to the show. It doesn't like, "Oh, you thought one thing, but it's actually this other thing." So we can continue the story. No. Nope. Okay. It solidifies the ending. It's good. Um, there's a couple characters we just don't see anymore, which we don't need to because they were not related to like Jesse's story. Okay. Uh, but it's really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's a really, I mean, it's, you know, it's Breaking Bad, so it's its its not boom, 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 boom action. It's a lot of talking, a lot of, uh, Jesse has some intense PTSD, and that's really interesting to watch Aaron Paul do that and, and go through that. A lot of flashbacks. Um, the kicker is that this was made a good time after Breaking Bad ended, so a lot of the actors got older or a little chubbier, uh, and they're all playing themselves either during breaking bad or right after and it's like no yeah you no. grew up a little bit or got a little chubby yeah not in that well yeah i mean aaron paul is playing himself 20 years or you know he's playing himself 10 years ago and it's like in this show you looked about 15 and now you look about 40 oh that's funny uh, and this is supposed to be a week later oh wow he plays it well though it, it's very good um so then so there's so that i've been watching that uh, I saw Gemini Man starring Will Smith. Yes, tell me that was wonderful. It's good. Oh. I don't think it, it, it. Here's the thing, it has a 33% Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. I do not believe it deserves that. Okay. It was a fun action movie. It was a popcorn movie where Will Smith fights himself. So that was good. It's nothing. It's it. Look, not every movie is the greatest, amazing, most perfect piece of art that's ever made. Some movies can just be enjoyable, and that's okay. Right, exactly. Gemini Man is fine. It's good. It's enjoyable. I liked it. It's in, you know, it's it's really fun. It's got some good action. Uh, the CGI, in my opinion, is pretty good. There's a couple parts where you're like, mm. for some reason, there's a couple times where young Will Smith's neck looks really long, and I was just like, not like too long, but just right. I'm like. Is regular Will Smith's neck that long? Like it just it just looks a little off. Um it's fine. Like it's it's a good you know, it's fine. It's interesting. It's got a really fun plot. Uh the actors are good. Uh you know, I yeah. It I would probably watch it on like streaming or you know what I mean? I would watch it again right. as like a oh I remember that movie. Yeah, I'll put it on right now. It's kinda of fun. Right. Um if I was having a movie night or something, I'd put it on. Oh, okay. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm I wanna just, see it. Yeah, it's good, it's fine. 
Uh, the last movie I saw is Joker. <gasps> Joker is intense. I will not see that. You shouldn't. Um, it is a remake of The King of Comedy starring... Uh, starring. That's, no, you're looking at me like I'm, making, I'm doing a bit. Yeah. It's the story of King of Comedy starring Robert De Niro, directed by Martin Scorsese. They just slapped a superhero name on it. Oh. It's pretty much the same movie. Oh, okay. Like it's the uh, it. I don't want to spoil anything. So don't because I. But I won't. But that's what I'm trying to say is like by implying it's the same movie, it's the same movie. There's differences. Um, there's a there's a couple differences. Joaquin Phoenix is phenomenal see, in this role, and that's why I don't want to see it because he's so creep. I was creeped out by the trailers. He okay. I've seen a lot of things. So, like, there's a trailer where there's a little kid on the uh, on the bus, and he's mm-hmm. like making faces, and the mom's like, "Stop bothering my kid!" Like, like people don't like him, and I've seen a couple people be like, "It's weird how happy he gets around kids. Like, it's weird that he's so happy around kids," and I'm like. Because they're the only ones that smile or laugh at him. Exactly. That's the point. It's because kids are innocent. And so they look at him and smile and laugh. And that's what makes him feel good. Uh, one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen is in this movie. Okay. Uh, it's very funny. This scene, this movie is also very intense and very graphic and very violent. It is not a Batman film. It is not Batman and Robin starring George Clooney and... Chris O'Donnell. It's not a fun movie. This is not a movie for children. No, this is this is more in line with The Dark Knight. It's okay. rougher than The Dark Knight because it is rated R. Yes, it swears a lot. It's more like Deadpool, but not no, a comedy. But not a comedy. That's what I mean. That yeah, this yeah. is for adults. There was kids in the theater, and I was like, "Why?" I don't think the parents get that this is not what they think it's going to be. Right. It's like it's like bringing a child to a Scorsese film. Yeah. Like, like it, that's not what they're, they're not going for a fun, goofy, like, oh. Superhero gonna, Marvel movie. Yeah. He's always going to do a funny, use a funny Joker thing. No. It's about a mentally disturbed man who, who I was talking to Taylor and we both kind of agreed. It's kind of like Breaking Bad where the main character is not necessarily a good person. You're right. not necessarily rooting for them, but that doesn't make the film bad. Right. Like, it's almost like. You want something bad to happen to this guy because you're like, I liked you at first and now I hate you. Like, right. like, but because the story is good, because the acting is good. This movie has so much controversy and it's like, you know what? It's just an interesting movie about a dude who is insane and that's what makes it interesting because, yeah, it's just, it's very good. Um, I enjoyed it. It really pulls from a lot of comics that I enjoy. Again, it's not, I will tell you right now. Batman does not show up in this movie. There's not like, a, you know what I mean? It's not like an end credit scene where like Joker's like running away and then you see Batman. There's no Batman. There's no other superheroes. There's nothing of that nature. It is right. not. It's almost a Dark Knight-esque world. Okay. Like this, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, kind of. This could have played as a prequel to the Dark Knight. Oh, okay. As like about the Joker. Right. Like this could have played as such. Huh. And would have worked. Okay. Um, it's very good. Uh, everyone in it is very talented. Uh, yeah, I, Joaquin Phoenix is, yeah, he he's very talented. He's a weird, weird, weird man, very weird man, but he is talented. Like he he's not the worst Joker, and I almost don't know if I would put him in the bottom half. Wow, because uh, he's not Jared Leto, <laughs> right? But yeah, I mean, just like Nicholson, just like Ledger, just like Mark Hamill, he takes a different version of this character. Okay. And it's interesting. 
So huh. I, I really liked it. I a lot of people are. It's good. It's a good movie. Okay, I saw a movie while you were gone. What'd you see? I saw Aladdin. Bah. No, have you seen it? No, I almost watched it on the plane all four times, and I decided not to. Well, guess what? Did you like it? I did. I I mean, I won't give anything away because there's really nothing to give away. If you ever, I mean, it's Aladdin. Right, it's Aladdin. So if you saw the cartoon version, they pretty much stick next to it. Yes. And close to it is what I wanted to say. Um, visually, it's good. They do kind of cement one of my favorite fan theories, though, which I don't like. And this is not, again, not a bit, not a joke. In the cartoon version of Aladdin, do you remember at the beginning what's happening? Like how the movie starts? With the cave. No, 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 no. Like at the very, very, very That's beginning. That's how it starts the first with thing. the cave. The camera's panning through the marketplace, and then the little merchant comes out, and he's like, let me tell you a story about a lamp. Oh, yes. That guy. So that guy, so I don't know if it's, if it actually, I've heard multiple things, is voiced by Robin Williams or is not voiced by Robin it Williams? Is. It's Robin Williams, and he's kind of dressed like the genie. The whole point is that is the genie, and he's telling you the story of Aladdin. Oh, we won't but, say anything more in case people haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, but that's the whole that's the whole theory is that that little man is genie. Got it. And he's telling genie is the narrator. Got it. Well, yeah. Um. So visually, I liked it. There was a couple of scenes I just like your movie where I'm like, mm, it looks yeah. a little weird. But um, does the monkey turn into an elephant? No, not that I remember. What? But it, I don't think for so. the Prince Ali scene, he doesn't turn into an elephant. Maybe he does. I don't remember better that's the best part okay but it was really good i liked it visually it was great all the actors were really good i did hear that they got rid of a song that i very much enjoy the reprise of prince ali but sung by jafar that's not in it no because you remember how in the cartoon where he's like singing this prince ali turned out to be merely aladdin and it's really good it's like a villain song to be a reprise of the main positive song uh doesn't do it no but it's good. I really, really liked it. I definitely, I got it through Redbox, so that was buck seventy-five. So yeah. worth it. Yeah, you liked it. I did. So that's really all I've seen. Um, starting the next episode, though, I will have Christmas movies because I'm watching uh, Hallmark Movie Mystery Friday and Hallmark Movie Saturday, and I might even be sticking some Lifetime movies in there because some of them are older and they're from their Hallmark actors. Well, and you're uh, like, hello. So wait, what? It. What do you mean they're Hallmark actors? They're actors that we've seen many times in Hallmark films uh, on these Christmas movies on Lifetime, but uh, they're from like uh, 2015, 2012. So it's just old Hallmark movies. That's what I think, or just ones that they made and same company. I don't know, but anyway. So we'll be watching that. Let me think. Anything else that I'm really watching that I'm liking? Um, no, but I have a couple that I'm going to be watching. So we'll talk about next week. And that's it. Should we go to our theme yes. for next week? Theme next week is eighties horror. Yes. Okay. You're gonna make me watch a nudie movie again. I don't. I didn't mean to make you watch a nudie movie to begin with. <laughs> I really. When it started, I went. Oh, yeah. I'm so and I think I texted you. I'm sorry. Well, I started. I I texted you all caps. <laughs> all caps. Uh. Great work on the booby scene, mom. Yeah, booby scene and period blood. Great, great pick, mom. Yeah, it was yucky, but I, yeah, I was sorry about that. All right, so do you want to go first? Or you want I want me? you to go first. Okay, 83 or 84? Do you have any hints? No. <coughs> 83 or 84 are your hints? 84. 
Okay, so you didn't choose. Makes me a little sad. I was going to continue as my Stephen King theme. Oh, I didn't get the King movie? You didn't get Christine. Oh. I love Christine. I'm going to watch something dumb now. I don't You're going to be like, Rick Springfield was in a horror movie for actually, one second. He was in the background. No, no. He actually was in a vampire film oh, called Nick Knight. No, but I didn't please, pick that. No. Okay, I didn't pick you. that for you. I He's should a have. Nick at night. No, Nick Knight. He was a vampire detective. Nope. It was a no, two-hour television there. CBS film. He was a vampire detective named Nick Knight. Yes, and Knight was spelled K-N-I-G-H-T. So, real quick. Yes, and he was really cute. Yeah, sure. He was a detective. Vampire detective. Well, we'll get there. Okay. Who only went out at night. Yes. Did he wear a cloak? No, but he had fangs. He had fangs? If he got really mad. Did he have like a big jacket? Okay, I don't remember because I... Did he I... beat people up? I don't remember. Because it sounds like they were trying to make Rick Springfield Batman. No, because he didn't wear a mask. Right, right. But a vampire who runs around at night yeah. and solves crimes and is a detective is essentially Batman. Well, that wasn't it. It was fabulous and I loved it and it was on CBS. They're like, we got one viewer. Yeah, that's okay. There, He had a lot of shows Okay, what did I choose? You got 1984 Gremlins. What? Gremlins. Gremlins? Gremlins is scary. <laughs> Gremlins is scary. Well, I saw it. I saw it on a date. Gremlins is scary. And I didn't realize how scary it was. I didn't like it. So no, it's good. You know who voices Gizmo? Nope. Howie Mandel. Oh, there you go. I love Howie Mandel. Yeah. Bobby's World. I love that cartoon what? series. That cartoon series. You guys used to watch it I all the time. I used to watch Bobby's World. Okay, so I give already me know. my phone because I'm gonna make you choose. No, because you already told me what I'm gonna watch. Well, I give you a hint, and then I realized it was too good because you claimed to have never seen this movie. I hadn't seen it, so, so I'm. Kind so of I excited. gave you this hint, thinking that it was a good hint, and then you're like, "Oh, then you're gonna make me watch that? Then I won't make you watch that." And I was like, "Well, there goes that." No, because it was one of my three because right, I have never but, seen it. But because you said you'd never seen it, so I gave you this hint that was kind of obvious, but kind of not that it obvious. Was so obvious. How is it that obvious? Because in so the, now, in now I want to make you choose, but I don't want to make you choose years because you're gonna know the years. So I did a different thing. So give me my no, phone. No, I want to watch that one we talked about because i've never seen it that's what i want to watch so my movie is no no i want to watch okay ready yes i want to watch it you have it you have a choice i already cho chose here's your choice i'm not giving you years because you know the year it came out i'm not giving you ratings on rotten tomatoes there <coughs> you should because i would have no idea that's what you should Here's give me. what I'm giving you. Okay. One of these movies has a character named Farmer Gene. Okay. The other movie has a character named <laughs> uh, Charles Dietz. Which movie are you watching? Farmer Gene or Charles Dietz? I really want to watch the movie you told me it was because I already... You just want to watch the movie I told you it was? Where yeah, I because I already got it on Amazon Prime. You are so cheap. Okay. No, what, which one do you want me to watch, honey? Uh, well, one of them is free on YouTube. The whole thing's on YouTube for free legally. legally. Yeah, but no. it's uh, Oh, well, I could do that. But I, I don't know. Amazon y Prime is good. You are watching 1998 Beetlejuice, directed by Tim Burton. Which I have never, ever seen. Now, I'm not a huge Tim Burton fan, but I'm willing to give it a try. Because I think this was really a breakout role for Michael Keaton. Sort right. of. Sort of? Oh, because okay. Michael Keaton was known as being a comedic actor. So this was just another comedic movie for Michael Keaton. Oh. 
says because well, he, he started as a stand-up comic like oh, legitimately. i didn't know that the first movie i ever saw him in was and it was okay was gung-ho so well michael keaton is known for being a comic actor okay, okay. so it's 1988 michael keaton does beetlejuice beetlejuice blows up people go michael keaton's so funny michael keaton's so funny what a funny man 1989 rolls around tim burton goes hey michael keaton do you want to be in batman michael keaton goes sure and the world collectively loses their minds. You're going to put a comedic actor as Batman? You're going to make a funny person Batman? Batman's not funny. Batman's not a joke character. And he was so good as Batman. Yeah, and it's almost like when you complain and pee your pants over casting, uh, you're wrong. Right. And sometimes good casting happens and you just have to let people do their jobs. Right, exactly. It was good. I just thought of something that I saw on TV that I wanted to talk about. What'd Is you that see? okay? Yeah, whatever. So I'm going to watch Beetlejuice. You're going to watch Gremlins. Yeah. Beetle okay. Gremlins. Beetle Gremlins. Gremlin, Gremlin Juice. Gremlin Juice. Yes, Gremlin Juice. Gremlin um, Juice. Gremlin okay. Juice. So I watched Inside the Actor's Studio. Yeah. Which I never watch. Yeah. But Henry Winkler was on there. Yeah, you want to see my impression of, uh, you want to see my impression of James Lipton? Um, this no, is James Lipton talk to anybody, okay? okay? He's like, and like, so let, uh, name any movie character ever. Just name a Forrest movie. Forrest Gump. Okay, so I'll be like James Lipton. I could be like, okay, Tom, is uh, is Forrest Gump there? Can we talk to Forrest Gump? <laughs> he does that all the time where it's like, you weirdo. Yeah, so he's not in this. I thought he no. passed away. I'll see if he's dead. Yeah, I think he did. Wasn't he in Lipton iced tea commercials and he like took his beard off or something? Uh, no. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think you're wrong. But anyway, what were those commercials for? I don't know, but I'm let me tell you about this program because it was so good. It was Henry Winkler, who I grew up with him as the Fonz, but he's done so many more things. He's a children's book author. I think he, he was he, just here. I was mad. I almost sent you the link. Oh, I would have went and saw him. Well, it was like, it was like an care. hour away, but I, we would have went. Oh, I, I couldn't have gone. I was in Florida. Oh, that's I why I went by myself, but yeah. I would love to meet him. I, I think he's put in his late 70s. James Lipton is 93 years old. Okay, so he's probably not doing... Find out how old oh. Henry Wink... No, he's probably Whoa. not... No, I was going to say he's probably not doing a whole lot of television anymore. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Find out how old Henry Winkler is, because I think he's mid-70s. Yeah. He's cool. He seems he's, nice. It was such an... And he was interviewed by Alec Baldwin, who I'm not a huge fan of. He's but, 73. 73. Okay, so he's the same age as your grandma. Mm-hmm. But... What a great put idea. on blast! Huh? <laughs> you just put grandma on blast. Uh, oh. Grandma's timeless and precious. Yeah, sorry, you can just I'm put just that kidding. out. I was like, no, it's just the same age. Anyway, interviewed by Alec Baldwin, who I'm not a huge fan of, mm-hmm. but it was a great interview. I think it was an hour and a half, or two, I don't know how long it was. Maybe yeah. it was only an hour. Did they interview each other? Or was it just? No, Alec- it was Alec Baldwin interviewing a little bit of of back and forth, but mostly just. Henry Winkler, and then also part of it is he's talking to the actors. That's what it's inside the actor studio. These are actors. Now, I don't know because I've never really watched a lot of the programs. I just caught it because I've seen Henry Winkler on talk shows, and I really like the way that he is and his persona. And oh, and I I've, just, I've shown you podcasts with him. He's very... Yeah, I just really like him. Yeah. So... Every time somebody would come up to ask him a question, he would say to them, hello, what's your name? Where are you from? And it would totally throw each person off because they had their question. Yes. But it was like, oh, my name is so-and-so and this is where I'm from. And like this one's like, oh, I'm from Manhattan. He's like, oh, where? It, you know, just. He cares. Yeah. It's very good when people that you are a fan of genuinely care about their fans because people know 
that why they are important because of their fans. Right. They matter because of their fans. Like I think I've told the story countless times on the podcast, but when I spoke to Weird Al Yankovic on the phone and he said, where are you from? And I said, San Jose. And he said, I love it up there. That meant uh, the world to me because he understood that he is in, it's so dumb. He's in Southern California. I am in Northern California. He didn't need to say anything. He would, he could have been, oh, cool. But the fact, oh, I love it up there. It was like, it's just, it makes you feel like you're talking to a person and not a machine. Exactly, which you are, and, yeah. but still. So anyway, so I'm sure you could probably get it online or through your cable system on demand or whatever. But if you are interested at all, you should really watch it because I almost saved it for you because I thought it was that good. Henry Winkler was on an episode of a podcast I like called You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes. And, and he just had Pete Holmes come into his house. And Henry Winkler and his wife are so nice and so polite. And it's just like two hours or three hours. It's long. But it's just a conversation of Pete Holmes with Henry Winkler. And Pete Holmes is just laughing the whole time because Henry Winkler is just being genuine. And obviously, you know, he swears a little bit. and he, you know, But he's not super naughty or anything. But he was also on this show that Dad used to watch that I think they only made two seasons. I don't remember what it was called. But it was oh, where it was him and William Shatner, and George Foreman, and the football guy. Who's the football guy? The bald football guy. He was very famous for being bald and being good at football. I don't know. Terry. Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw, and this young guy, this young comedian Jeff Die, and they would travel all over the world and do these funny things. And Henry Winkler always just seemed so nice. They were in like Japan, and people were constantly stopping Henry Winkler to take pictures. And he would, he would every single person. Oh hi, how are you? Oh, hello. How are you? He reminds me of you. How are you? Oh, hello. How are you? It's why this show can never blow up. Because because we'll do a live show. We'll have a 1,000, 2,000 people in the audience. We'll do some live show. And we'll go, okay, guys, have a good night. And then we'll be leaving. And there'll be people going, da, da, da. And they want to see you. And you will stop and talk to every single person. And well, go, of course I go, would. Hello. How are you? Oh, hello. How are you? And then I'll be like, well, I have to, too, <laughs> because it can't be like, oh, the mom's real nice. Son kind of sucks. Uh, he didn't come see us at all, even though it was four in the morning uh, and they were trying to go home. And Don stopped talking to every single person and then walked into a Starbucks and talked to every single person there. But, but you know, it's just that it's that positivity. Like, right. it's just it's just hey, thank you so much. Okay, Let's just wrap this up with this. It's just being kind. Yeah. People just, just be kind. need you to listen to them for one second and know that you matter. Um, really quick, I'm going to bump this back to the movies that we're watching next week. Yes. You have never seen Beetlejuice. No. I want you to just tell me what you think it's about. It's a crazy ghost okay. who is crazy. Yes. But it's so it's more coming, which I Is he the good guy or the bad guy? He's the bad guy. Who's the good guy? I don't know. Because I don't- Do I you know no, who's in this movie? I have no idea. Okay. Winona Ryder. Do you want me to tell you who's in this movie? No, uh, let me just figure it out. Okay. I I am interested in seeing it. I'm not a fan of Tim Burton, but I think it'll be fun. This is like this is like the start of Tim Burton being okay. Tim Burton. But I also want you to I want to I'm tired and not feeling well. I want you to know that I appreciate that you have not gone complete horror on me. Well, yeah. I mean, because that, that wouldn't make this fun if I'm every week give I was you like. One per, you can do it for the 90s if you need to push it a little. Because I was actually going to give you Halloween. Halloween Town? No, Halloween. 
What? But it was an, I, because you know what? I thought, okay, let's push it a little what bit. What about Halloween Town? What? No, Debbie Reynolds and it's all cute. <gasps> but I thought, that's a great movie. Halloween Town Oh, no, I was great. just thinking. I was like, wait a minute. But Halloween was 1978. So we mm, missed it. We missed so it. I was just thinking, okay, so let's push Weaver it rules, a little bit. So. Huh? No, it's not Sigourney Weaver. It's Jamie Lee Curtis. She rules too. I don't know what you're doing. Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. She rules. She's awesome. Oh, I thought that was like a joke. I didn't. No, it's not. I, I, she's really cool. I like yeah. her too. So I was going to push it, but I appreciate that you, because you know I don't like blood, guts, What's the icky. point? There have been plenty of times on the show where I've made you watch something that I know you won't like. But what is the point of like, hey guys, welcome back to Get Tested Mother Approved. I tortured my mom this week. You well, guys like it. might the, be a little bit funny. It is a little bit funny, but I pick and choose. Okay. That's why I made you watch Pulp Fiction. Because yeah. Pulp Fiction is a little intense. Yes. But like... What would th- four weeks in a row of you watching something intense? Like, right. hey, it's horror week three and I made mom watch something intense again. It's almost better when you make me watch something intense. Than well, when yeah, because then you know I'm going to watch it. So. Yeah, but you still, you're like, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, because like I said, Gremlins, it probably, like I said, it probably didn't help that I was on a date. And it was a really bad one. Like what? No, it was on, it was a bad date. Yeah, like why? Because it just was. Oh, uh, was he a creep? I'm no. going to beat him up. No, no, no. I'm going to find you whoever tried to date my mom, and I'm going to beat you up. No, no, You're no. probably old and stupid now. No, I have no idea. <laughs> I just want you to imagine, okay? Someone's like having a very nice dinner with their family. They're like, you're like, what, 70? They're like 70. They're sitting there. They're I'm like. not 70. I'm 53. They're 53 years old. They're like, it's it's Christmas morning, okay? There's a big box in the living room. There, an old boy runs out. Cause he's like a he's a he's like grandpa grandpa this present's for you he's like what what's that then like opens it up and I jump out and I punch a fifty three year old man in the face no. and I go this is for daddy taking my mom on a bad date in the eighties he's like I don't understand I don't even know who she was and then I kick him a couple of times and then I just walk out the door and leave ah uh, no <laughs> yeah so I also have a boxing glove because that's way funnier okay and nothing else that's all I'm wearing boop. So I'm completely yeah, no. naked, just a boxing glove. No, <laughs> the kid's like, "This is a crime." Yeah, we don't want him to do that. No. All right. So, anything else, weirdo? <laughs> no. All right. Well, that's it. All right. I'm guys. coming for you, you weird old man. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm.